0: All right, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Kevin Roth, who is a teacher, mentor, musician, and consultant. Kevin, how you doing?
1: Good. Good to be with the dream.
0: Hey, there we go. We like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great.
1: Well, I am a teacher. What, What I do is I basically teach and mentor people what I did. To drop the drama in my life, become happier and create a fun life. Okay. That's what I do. And I use music along with it. So what I do for fun, everything I do is fun or I don't do it. There we go. <laughs> that's it, man. That that that's the way to live. That's what I I what happened is I was I was a if you want to know about my music career, you can Wikipedia me or Kevin but basically, I've got 55 albums, and I was on TV, and, uh, uh, you know, kind of a well-known person, you know, nothing like Bruce Springsteen, but um, I was well-known in dulcimer world, children's music, and folk music. Mm-hmm. And then I, out of the blue, got diagnosed with uh, stage 3 melanoma in 2015 and told I'd be dead in two years. Mm. So they were wrong. <laughs> yeah. But... What I did is, I looked at my life and I said, This life I'm living sucks. I'm depressed. I'm almost broke. I don't want to be in the music business. Wah, 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 wah. And if I'm going to be dead in two years, screw this. I'm moving out of Kansas where I'm freezing my butt off in the winter. And I'm going to Southern California and create a life I want for two years. And I don't care what anyone says. And that's exactly what I did. And I continue to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is so awesome and where are you at now are you completely healed are you still fighting
1: oh uh, i'm sick back in cancer no 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 no. no. <laughs> the, the cancer never came back uh i'm well um i live in san diego
0: there we go with uh,
1: i have a partner the love of my life uh it's bosco <laughs> <laughs> And Bosco and I hang out and, um, you know, I, I, what I mostly like to do is, uh, I, I wrote a new book, which is, uh, just became an international bestseller on Amazon called Between the Notes. There we go. And, um, I give a lot of, uh, free kind of consultations to, uh, people who want to talk with me about changing their life. Cause you know, people need a lot more radical self-love for sure. So that's what I do.
0: Well, Kevin, you got to tell me when you made the split in 2015, you're like, I'm going to live the life I want to live. There must have been barriers, (laughs) like just practical financial barriers from Kansas to California. So just tell us about that and some of the adversity and how you overcame it. So
1: when you believe thoughts, you suffer. So I said to myself, I want to live in Southern California, but I can't afford to. And I changed that to, because that's the mind and fear. And I basically told myself my mind to F off and I'm going. Mm. I'll figure it out. If I have to figure it out in Kansas, I can figure it out in San Diego. That's facts. So what I did is I created a vision for my life. And I just uh, got real deep spiritually and real serious about getting rid of all the drama and the crud and saying, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm over it. And that was based on the fact that I was told I'd be dead, which I didn't believe. But they, you know, when when you're up against you know, there's nothing like a death sentence to wake you up. So, you know, people are, are working jobs, second jobs, trying to pay off debt and all that kind of stuff. So if, God forbid, you were in a situation where you were suddenly on your deathbed, what would you say? I wish I had, what, worked 90 hours a week? What, had a huge mortgage? What, had a $500 car payment? That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's all a dream anyway. You know, so you can live simply and happily and do what you want there we go but you have to want it so people come to me and they say well I want it and sometimes they do or sometimes they think they do but then I run into certain people that say no I am done I am finished I read your book I heard you on a podcast I am in and then I work with those people
0: yeah I love it (laughs) well it sounds like your motivation has become clear but if you had to say it in a couple sentences what really gets you up and keeps you going every day
1: Hmm. well the first thing i love to do in the morning is really uh kiss my dog (laughs) believe it or not yeah yeah i love my dog and I make a good cup of coffee. I play the dulcimer. I do something called Dulce meditation, which I created. You can read that about it and hear it on my website, kevinroth.org. And then I just do whatever I want. I usually uh, hike. I I go to the beach quite often. The mountains aren't far away. Or sometimes I'm just in a creative spirit, and I do whatever the muse tells me to do.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen Phineas and Ferb? No. Uh, it's, a, it's a cartoon from when I was younger. So mm-hmm. probably about you know, 10, 12 years ago when I was watching this. And they'd wake up and Phineas would ask Ferb, Ferb, what are we going to do today? And Ferb would be like, oh, I think we're going to do this. And then they would go do it. And it would be some epic adventure. <laughs> I was like, that's what I want my life to be like when I grow up. <laughs> Just like, what are we going to do today? And then you go do it, you know?
1: Well, you can. You you do this. I don't want to turn the interview around, but besides this podcast, what else do you do?
0: Yeah, it's really the podcast, working out and then hanging out with my wife. <laughs> that's that's pretty so really, it.
1: So you, so you're making a living and making ends meet, so you're 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 doing what you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I I sell microgreens for a company.
1: Microgreens.
0: I sell microgreens to restaurants. And all the profits go towards feeding people who can't be fed, which aligned with a mission that I have for my life. And so well, I can, aren't you I can a, get a little tree hugger, you I <laughs> am <laughs> <laughs> microgreens, yeah. Well, it's cool.
1: So you know it's possible, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of it is that you mentioned it earlier, just that mindset of like believing in thoughts, that's what's gonna make you suffer. And you know, you don't have to bow down to those those fear. Here are some thoughts. That you
1: have. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give I'll give your audience um, an example. So I get an email every day from the post office telling me what my mail is going to be, and I saw that there was a letter coming from the IRS. It was supposed to come on Friday, and it was a Thursday when I got the email. It didn't come on Friday, and I started to worry about it Saturday and Sunday because. You know, I don't ever remember the IRS ever sending a letter of, hey, how you doing? Happy birthday. Just thinking of it. Right. Oh. There's always usually a problem with it. But I said to myself, are you going to stress out all weekend long or do you know what's in that letter? So the mind says, well, they're going to audit you. They're coming after you. They're coming to get you. They're going to you and spit you out because that's what we think of the IRS. And I said, well, that's probably true. But is it absolutely true? I said, well, I don't know until I open the letter. So I took my anxiety from a 10 down to about a four and let it hover there until I got the letter on Monday, which was simply a notification that they changed my address because I had moved. (laughs) So, you know, you listen to your inner voice, which is I teach people to do that. And you just knock out really uh, negative thoughts by just asking, is it true? You know?
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. That may be true, but is it absolutely true? That's a really good. Yeah, I mean, who knows, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us about your dreams and goals. What's your vision for your life going forward?
1: Well, my book, Well, I, I, I mentioned this earlier that it just became an international bestseller. So I don't even know how many sales that is, but it's encouraging me to uh, keep promoting the book which is called Between the Notes, you can get it on Amazon. What's cool about it is it comes also as an audio version, but there's song lyrics in it. And then there's a CD of music that you can buy or download called uh, songs from the book Between the Notes. So there's that. Um, I work with a handful of clients in my uh, mentoring and teaching. And then I'm always keeping my ears and eyes out for what I want to do next. So what's next is I'm going to be moving uh, to a different apartment uh, this spring. And then I'm thinking of doing a video series, but I'm, I'm not quite sure. I am going through personally a reevaluation of, of what I want to do next. Mm. So it's the same process that I went through in Kansas, Uh, without the death sentence. (laughs) So it's a a bit easier on me, you know, but I reached a point where I said, okay, you're happy. You you know, you're making a really good living doing what you're doing. You're helping a lot of people, which is a real difference because my life used to be very ego based on my career. You know, it's like, how many records can I sell? How many concerts can I sell out? And it was a drag thinking like that, you know. But when I started to work with people and change, help them learn how to change their own lives and just literally see the change, that's powerful stuff, you know, yeah. and I'm also very spiritual. So I'm always watching kind of, <laughs> I'm, i watching spiritual videos a lot. And then I have my videos on YouTube. I, I watch at night and just laugh my butt off at. <laughs>
0: I got you. YouTube is good for a laugh every now and then, for sure. Yeah, I like those liquid
1: blank videos. (laughs) (laughs) Those practical jokes. So (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Well, I like your uh, I like your vibe. It's very much a I'm living life. I'm like, you know, I don't have the five year goals that are beating down my neck. It's like taking it as it comes.
1: No, man. You know, I wanted at one point to be a millionaire and have a TV show and a book deal and a record deal, and I had all that. And that was, eh, I wasn't happy with any of that. You know, the thing that I realized through my own journey and that people are finding in their own, within their journey when they read the book, is that life really is a dream. Yeah. Everything is the mind, right? So where is the mind? Well, it's in the brain. Well, okay, so open a brain, get a surgeon, brain surgeon, get 20 of them, the best in the world, open up your brain and see if you can find a mind. You can't hold a mind. So what's a mind? It's consciousness, right? That's what they say. The scientists and the sages say it's consciousness. So what's consciousness? So that if it comes to, well, it's God. So if you think about your life and we're on a planet in the middle of absolutely nothing. I mean, there is no end to it or beginning, right? Because space, yep. space is expanding into what? Um, we're rotating <laughs> at a thousand miles an hour around the sun, right? Uh, there's something going on, and it's not your stock portfolio. So yep. you wake up to the fact that this is really a dream, like an actor in a play. You begin to think about, well, what is reality? What is self-realization? That's something I I teach spiritually to people with self-realization, which is really finding out who you really are. Mm. One day exactly. you're going to die and this body is just going to go, but you know, where did you, I mean, you're going to go, but the body is going to remain. Where'd you go? Where'd you come from?
0: Yeah. I love that. Matrix. <laughs> Facts. Your book. Between the notes, does it talk a lot about the spiritual side, the mindset side of things, your story? Tell us a little bit more about the book. So the book starts
1: about my journey as a musician and uh, the psychic experiences I had. And then it goes into the diagnosis with the cancer, the death sentence, and my deciding that I was gonna change my life. And then the third final part of it are the steps that I took and that I do daily to make my life uh, flow as, as smoothly as as I can. So it's an instruction book, uh, but it's mostly about how other people's. Lo- when, when someone reads the book, they say all the time, "I loved your book. I saw so much of my own journey in it." Mm. So we're all not that different, you know. We're all looking for happiness, but most of us don't know where to find it, and. Radical self-love is uh, really in lack. You know, and you gotta love your you gotta love yourself, not in an egotistical way, but you know, you have to be your own bestie.
0: Talk to us about radical self-love. The step that, like, a twenty-three-year-old like myself, who is living life, you know, caught up in the day-to-day consistency, can get uh, you know, humdrum, or what's the word I'm looking for monotonous. I don't know why I said home joke. (laughs) Consistency can get monotonous, and then you can get in your own head. Where does radical self-love enter the picture for somebody who's kind of stuck in that? You know, some people call it the rat race. Some people just call it the going through the motions, all that good stuff.
1: So if you came to me as a client, I would ask you, what don't you want in your life anymore? And you'd make a list of those things. And then I'd ask you why you don't want them. Not like, you know, well, I have a credit card debt and I don't want it. Why don't you want it? Because it brings me stress. Why does it bring me stress? You know, I really, we would break it down so that you would understand why this has to go. Why this yeah. isn't serving anymore. Then the second thing I, that I ask you is, what do you want? Most right. people don't even know that. They say, I want to be happy. Okay, so what's happy? Well, I want to have money. Oh, no? okay. So you think money's... What, what are you going to do with money? Because see, people say that all the time to me. I want money. I want, I want, you don't want money. Money's a piece of bullshit. It's, it's paper.
0: Literally fake.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. What you want is the feeling that money gives you. So that feeling is, I feel safe. I feel protected. I feel this. I feel that. But <laughs> the, the truth of it, in my experience, is that you can lose it in a heartbeat i lost a lot of money in the stock market twice i made money and i lost money so money couldn't buy uh i mean i got really lucky that the cancer never came back but there's no amount of money that could have saved me for steve jobs he died of i think cancer too so that's what you, i would start with is what don't you want what do you want and what's, he, and what's your game plan you know, if you say, well, you know, we wanna, you know, I'm 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 really cutting it close financially with how much I make and what our rent is and what our car payments are, you know. I mean, I I had a client, I said, you know, your kids are gone, your husband passed away. Do you need that house in the winter? My God, what does it cost you in heat? What are you gonna well, yeah, but my kids grew up and then we I said, that's your story. Mm-hmm. That's your story. So let's get a new story. Why don't you, what kind of house or place would you absolutely want if you didn't have that house? Well, I'd like to live in a in really kind of in a cabin in the woods. So she found something between a cabin in the woods and an apartment in North Carolina in the mountains. And she loves it. Mm-hmm. And she'd have to pay a dime because she sold her house and just paid cash. So when people come to me, they're stuck and then I say, well, okay. Here's what you don't want. Here's what you do want. So let's come up with a game plan. And a lot of it is the way you think.
0: Mm.
1: You know. So this particular client wanted to hold on to certain things, and uh, you know we had to talk about <laughs> the value of those things. Like, what do you need two hundred books for? You know. Well, my husband read a lot. Well, your husband's gone. Are you going to read two hundred books? you know, so it's just, we're we're all looking to reconnect with ourselves, but we don't know who ourselves are, you know, and we are what we're seeking, we're actually awareness, Yeah, that's what we are you can call it God or Popeye, it doesn't matter (laughs) that's what you are, and so people live their lives and they get all caught up in this dream, and it's an experience you have but it's not the whole thing.
0: So what is real? 100%. Mhm. I like that. It seems it's uh it's kind of elusive.
1: Well, it is elusive because what's real? Yeah. You know, what's real? Every anything what's real can't come and go. It has to be real, right? Everything comes and goes. Uh, if you look at a, any piece of furniture under a, a big microscope, it all it is is atoms. Mm-hmm. And atoms are 99.9999, whatever it is, percent empty. That's science. Yeah. You're empty. I'm seeing you. You're seeing me. But what's doing the scene? Right? So you're looking at me. Uh, you say, well, my eyes are saying, okay, so how does that work? Well, it goes through the retina and goes to the brain. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, but what's telling you all that? Well, my mind is telling me that I'm talking to, you know, Timmy. And and I say, okay, that, you said that's your mind. Okay, well, where's your mind? So everything leads back to zip. Yeah. Yeah. It's facts. It's facts. Yeah, yeah but the, the fun thing is, is once you realize it, then you ask yourself, well, how can I live? How can I integrate the facts, the spiritual facts, with the dream, because you have both experiences. And that's what this book talks about, between the notes, about that integrative process. Mm. You can't get away from the dream, because you're you're having this experience, um, you know, your spiritual being having a human experience, so to speak. So you have to figure that out. That's why I teach and mentor people what I did to drop the drama and become happier and create a life that I love. Um, Looking at my life and seeing that stress and inflammation brought on cancer because that's just a known fact.
0: Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Well, awesome. Kevin, what are the top one to two skills that you feel like you need to develop right now? To keep walking towards these dreams and goals that you have? The first, I don't know that it's a skill, but is
1: to constantly contemplate uh, spirituality, self realization. The second skill is teaching my mind uh, to be uh, quieter.
0: And what does that process look like? Is it meditation for you? Is it part of your hiking? Your, I know you said some music meditation.
1: Yeah, it, it's all of it. So I can be an emotional leader. So if the phone rings
0: and I don't like who's on it,
1: I can go to the refrigerator and stuff down food. But it's not just me. I mean, millions of people are emotional compulsive eaters, right? Some do drugs, some drink. It's all numbing out. So when I go to the refrigerator, what I've taught myself is to ask myself, you just had dinner. You can't be hungry. Why are you opening the refrigerator? Well, it's because you had an annoying phone call. Okay. So the annoying phone call said what? Uh, You have a podcast at three o'clock in the morning in London that you've got to get up for. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I can say to myself, do you have to get up for it? Is it true? Do you need to be upset about that? Or can you reschedule it? Or do you want to get up? And then I answer the problem that I'm not hungry. So that's the process.
0: Yeah. Goes back to that self-questioning. It's all self-questioning
1: because um the mind is the problem. No mind, no problem.
0: <laughs> Very true. Very true. Very true. The Buddha. Buddha said that. I gotcha. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, what are the highest impact daily actions that you could be taking to tick the needle forward towards these dreams and goals?
1: Well, it's it's a daily um, flow chart. You know, some days you wake up uh, and you want to, I want to go hiking and I want to do this and I want to do that and I'm excited. Other days I'm in a more uh, contemplative mood. So I just constantly always check in with myself. You know, it's like when someone plays the guitar, You get the guitar, it's in tune, but if you let it sit overnight and you come back, you have to retune it because it goes out of tune. So it's the same thing with us. We need to be retuned. We need to be reminded. You know, your audience listening needs to say, am I happy? Is there drama in my life? Is there stress? Do I want that? Okay, so let me call Kevin for a consultation or let me... uh, look at his book or let me think to myself, what are these things that are causing it? What can I do to stop it? And where do I want to go? Because it's it's one thing to say I don't want any stress anymore. or or let's say I hate my job. I hate driving to my job. okay, so you don't want to do that anymore, but what do you want to do? Well, I, I want to get another job. what kind of job? Well, I don't know. well, you're not going to get another job until you know what it is. Okay. Well, I want to do something that'll make me more money, okay. So why do you want more money? You know, And what kind of job is it? Is it still in the area that you're interested in or that you're trained in? Or do you really want to be an artist and make a living doing that? So you have to ask yourself what you want. That's why you have to know what you don't want and then you have to know what you do want. And Absolutely. you
0: can't make excuses. Yeah. So that, when you've gotten to the point, you know what you want, you know what you don't want. You're not making excuses, but then you're in the process of the transition. How do you advise that people deal with the tension of like that transition?
1: We're always in a process of transition. Yeah. So You deal with it the same way you deal with everything else. You, you become what I call mindfully aware. How am I feeling about this? And you need to cut yourself slack. like sometimes you just don't know so you wait
0: (laughs) and you find out you ask Yeah, love it well what character trait do you most need to develop right now
1: me personally
0: you personally what character trait
1: do I need to develop nothing there we go I live a pretty authentic life I'm always me so I don't, there's nothing I need to develop character-wise that I know of. That doesn't mean they're ignoring for improvement, but they you know, I'm always I'm always uh, authentic. That comes from being an artist too, you know, a musician and painter.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. If there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd help you take that next step, who would they be, and how would they help?
1: Well, I don't know who would help me to the next step, but Joni Mitchell would be one of them. Uh, uh, Do you know who Joni Mitchell is? I do not. Okay, so you you need to look her up. So she is an amazing singer-songwriter and an artist, um, very well-known. So I would want to meet uh, Joni Mitchell, just from an artistic standpoint. And the other person that, in a way... I would like to meet his Ramana Maharshi, who is a spiritual teacher, who I read who died in the 50s. But I already meet him when I read his books and I uh, think on him. Because they don't have to materialistically be here for me to connect with them. Yeah. Joni Mitchell, perhaps, but that's more because I'd like to talk with her.
0: Facts. Facts. I feel that. Joni Mitchell, is she like still a musician? Did oh, she yeah. Used to be. I got
1: oh, you. Yeah, she wrote Both Sides Now and Big Yellow Taxi and Chelsea Morning. Yeah, hey, hey, look her up. She's amazing.
0: Okay. I will look her up. I will look her up. Well, now we got our Thriving Three. And these questions are away from the dreams and goals, just kind of asking about you and how you take in information and what you do in your daily life. So, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one
1: movie, uh, Shawshank Redemption.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just had a like right before you, literally 40 minutes ago, I was on the podcast with him. He, he talked a lot about Shawshank Redemption because mm-hmm. he is a ex-felon. He's like a businessman who got caught in like a, some court battle, legal battle. Now he's an ex-felon coming up on the other side, talking about his story. And Shawshank Redemption had a lot of good movie talking points for him. Yeah, for sure. And what's one way you like to take care of yourself? One way i like to take care of myself? Mm -hmm. Hiking and sleeping. Gotta get enough sleep. How how many hours do you sleep per night? Uh,
1: (laughs) Oh. It can be six hours or it could be eight.
0: How my mind's working. I can resonate with that one. Do you have any uh, things that help you go to sleep when you're struggling to sleep?
1: Yes, um, I actually play the dulcimer, Mm.
0: and or I'll take a hot bath. Ooh, (laughs) that's very nice. You ever use a bath bomb? A bath
1: bomb thing.
0: Or some Epsom I salt.
1: Use, I use Epsom salts, but um, I put essential oils in my water. So sometimes I take I smell like patchouli. Sometimes I smell like
0: lemon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. Awesome. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it too? Meet and chat with Joni Mitchell.
1: Well... I have come across people who know her and have told me that word is, she can be a little difficult. So I choose not to meet anybody who's difficult. You know, I know she might be absolutely pleasant and beautiful with me. I have no idea. But I, being in show business, I've met a lot of uh, stars and uh, some of them I would wish I'd never met.
0: Mm.
1: And yeah. there are, uh, a handful of them that I really like. So, um, but as soon as I hear that it, something's difficult or something's, or someone is dramatic or there's a lot of uh, static, I avoid it. I teach this thing called don't step in it. <laughs> yeah. So if someone says, there's Joni Mitchell but she's in a really bad mood, man. You better watch what you say. I ain't gonna go there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going there. Why do I want? Why do I want that?
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. I feel that's a it's a good life method. Like why? Just why?
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't 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 step in it. You know, people yep. see things and they step in it, and then they get upset. You know, I was talking to someone who went out on a date, and and that the person that they were dating didn't they were always late and didn't show up and I said well how many times do you want to see this guy I mean yeah. out, he's big to you he doesn't have any common courtesy to you so how many times do you want to keep doing that to yourself well he's hot he's this he's that I said okay well you, you keep doing it and then one day they got into a really bad bad argument uh and then I asked so you're going to be saying oh no I am done you know, so what did he do to you? Well, he did this, this, and this. And I said, you didn't see that during the first or second day because people will tell you who they are. Yeah, it's not what people say; it's what they do. He 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 showed you. He didn't show up. He didn't return your calls. He blew you off. He kept coming back for more. So you need to date yourself and figure out what you need because this ain't it. One
0: hundred percent. Yeah.
1: So that that's that's what I mean by not stepping in it.
0: You know, I gotcha. I gotcha. All right, we're going to jump into our final series of questions now. I'm curious your answers to these actually. What is one limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life, if any?
1: Hmm, What's one limiting belief? I don't have any. I can't think of a limiting belief. Anything that comes up as a limiting belief I know is just BS, so I don't have one. Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. Because it you don't... just choose not to resonate with them. You choose not to believe them, right? So you can't even call them beliefs. Like, do you ever have limiting thoughts pop up and you're like, that's a BS, and then it goes away?
1: Well, I mean, the, th- the thing is, let's say, if I wanted a if I may believe that I'm never going to be able to afford a five hundred a $5 million home in Malibu, California, I don't want a $5 million home <laughs> in California. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a limited belief. Um, I do have things that come up where I feel stuck, and I work through them. But I don't believe – you know, when you beat cancer, it's sort of – everything else, when you transform your life, they're really limiting beliefs. Don't really exist anymore. Yeah. I gotcha. I don't, you know, I don't want it to sound egotistical, but no, it makes sense. I had limited beliefs. I'll never do this. I can't do that. Then when I got hit with a death sentence and said, I'm not dying in Kansas. I'm going to, if I'm going anywhere, it's going to be in California. And the, the limited thought said, "Well, you can't afford to live in California." That's a limiting belief. Yeah, I said, well, "You can't afford to stay in Kansas because you're miserable here." Mm-hmm. So that's out the door. That thought, bye. I started to pack before I even had an apartment. I didn't even know where I was going. And someone told me you could. I can only afford a thousand dollars a month at the time. And someone said you can't even buy you can't rent a room for thousand dollars a month in San Diego, which is just about true. And I said, well, I want a one-bedroom apartment near the beach and parking. And they said, you're not going to get that for $1,000, Kevin. And I said, yeah, watch me. It took me two months, but I found exactly that. It was 10 minutes to the beach. a so $1,000 a month. It was a new renovated one-bedroom apartment for 1000 Yeah. Epic. Yeah. In fact, I just did it again. Uh, because uh, my rent went up where I'm living. And I said, I don't want that. So I'm going to go get a house. So this is how it works. This is perfect. I said, I'm, I don't want to go with these rent increases. So I'm going to get a house. So I started to look for a house. And a lot of paperwork and stuff. And it was expensive. And I thought, there is a resistance I'm feeling inside myself about this house. It's a problem. I have to come up with the taxes. I've got to come up with all the stuff. I bought like eight or 10 houses and sold them over my life. Do you want a house? Do you want to mow? Do you want to fix? You want a house? I thought, no, I don't want to Well, then what do you want? Well, I want $1,000 a month apartment. Okay, so you don't want a house. You want cheap rent. Yes. And I want to stay in California. And then, boom, I had this thought there is a 55 year old community, retirement community in, in San Diego. That has an apartment for starting at $1,100 a month. And I got it on the list. And in a couple of months, I'm moving. There we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's how it happens with everything. Yeah. with everything. Yeah. You have to know it you to feel
0: it, really. Yeah. I love it. Well, we got our last question for you now. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite belief about yourself?
1: That I'm not Kevin. Mm. (laughs) That I am whatever that awareness is, God or spirit or whatever you want to call it, that's the real deal. So that's the most powerful thing I can, I continue to try and understand. Yeah. Is that I'm not this uh, body. I mean, I'm in the body, but who I am scientifically and spiritually, is not this Kevin? That's why I have a kind of an interesting life because, you know, it's like living in the matrix. You know, before all of this, when I wasn't thinking about the spirituality, the house, the the fame, the records—all life stuff—was the reality. Then when I figured out that, that that this isn't really real, it's just like living the dream. That's why when people say how hey, you doing, I say I'm, I'm just living the dream. Um, and the other stuff is the reality. Quantum physics will tell you that. That then the woo-woo becomes the reality, and the and this drama life becomes like the nutty thing. It's like, why are you doing that? Does that matter? Is that true? No. So, like I said earlier, you know, I teach and I mentor people what I did to personally transform myself to become happier and create a life that includes radical self-love. And part of that is understanding what I don't want,
0: what I do want, and who I am. Hmm. Well, Kevin, thank you so much. (laughs) You didn't expect all this, did you? (laughs) No, no, I I like it. I like how emphatic you are about it. You know, I have people come on the show and they talk about it, but I just just took it to another level. Someone said to me,
1: I sounded like an egotist. And I said, I'm not an egotist. I'm just sure of what I'm talking about because I've done a lot of research. Yeah, you know, I got a death sentence. So this is what I know. Can what I know change? Absolutely. You know, well, so it's, it's more of a confidence in, in a, um, in, as humble, I guess, I don't sound very humble, but it's a confidence that I believe my teachers. Yeah. Because I've seen proof of it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not the kind of personality that says, well, you know, I really try, you know, that's bullshit. I don't try nothing. It works or doesn't work. You know, I'm done playing the victim. I'm done saying, oh, you know, I don't have enough record sales. You know, someone said to me, you know, it's not a very big book, right? Someone said to me, I hope you sell a million books, right? And I said, I don't care if I sell a million books. I just care that whoever buys it gets something out of it. Yeah, And, and it's the truth. I don't even know how many books it sold to be an international bestseller. Could have sold 40 for all I know. I don't I don't care about the numbers. Yeah. So don't wait for a death sentence or some illness or something horrible to happen to re-examine your life to live the best you can. Because life can change on a dime. Hmm. I was just in the dermatology office, just routine checkup. And he said, I don't like that freck along your nose. And then all hell broke loose for about a year.
0: Gosh, dang.
1: <laughs> hmm So it's going to happen. Uh, you know, life happens. So try to live with as much wisdom as you can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Kevin, that's all we got for you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Thanks. Dude. I enjoyed talking to you. Is there anything, anything else you, you want, want to chat you? about? Before I we up, we'll be talking again later, huh? You said what? I said
1: I think we'll end up talking again later. I have a no feeling.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure we will. I'm yeah. sure we will. Um, um, anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? No, you can
1: find me at kevinroth.org, and my book's on Amazon and all that stuff. That's about much promotion as I'm going to give you today. Uh, well, I can add that if your listeners um, want to write to me on my website and say that they heard this podcast they get a, a free, uh, it's not free, it's a um, complimentary Zoom session if they want to talk about their interest in changing their life. They just have to tell me, I, I heard you or saw you on, on, on the, uh, you know, Tim's show.
0: Sounds good. Well, awesome. If you guys are listening to this and you loved what Kevin had to say, as I'm sure you did, make sure to check him out. His website will be down in the show notes. Go ahead and tell him that you heard about him on my show and you'll get that complimentary session with him. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.